All right, a very good Monday to you, Marlins Nation, as the Marlins fell to the Guardians 7-4 on Sunday afternoon. Good news, Marlins have won yet another series, took two out of three against the Guardians. First, that doubleheader sweep on Saturday, couldn't get the job done uh, yesterday afternoon in Cleveland, losing 7-4. Marlins are 12-10. What did we learn yesterday? Logan Allen who made his major league debut for the Guardians. Six innings, five hits, one run, eight Ks, the most strikeouts by a starting pitcher for the Guardians this season. We learned that this kid could be really good. Good thing we're in the complete opposite league as the Guardians. We won't see them. Uh, really good performance from Logan Allen, and um, best of luck to him in his very young career. All right, as always, here is your radio voice of the Miami Marlins. For the recap, Kyle Seeloff. Well, back with you at Progressive Field on a chilly Sunday afternoon in downtown Cleveland. And the Cleveland Guardians find a way to salvage a game in this series. They beat the Marlins by a final score of 7-4 this afternoon. It was the third consecutive series for the Marlins that they've had an opportunity to sweep. But they are 0-3 in the uh, sweeping department. The Diamondbacks were able to salvage a game last weekend in Miami. The Giants were able to, in extra inning fashion, salvage a game on Wednesday at Lone Depot Park, and it's the Cleveland Guardians who salvage a game here in this three-game weekend series that ultimately resulted in three games in two days after the Marlins swept the doubleheader yesterday. But as I mentioned, I think perspective at times is certainly key. The Marlins, even with the loss today, have still won their last four series, and they have won five of their last six series. The Marlins have still been winners in eight now of their last 11 and nine of their last 13. Uh, they're still really, really good in one-run games. They've done a fantastic job coming from behind in games over the course of the last couple of weeks. You can't win them all. The Guardians uh, find a way to beat the Marlins here today, and as they often say, it's not easy to sweep. It is not easy to be swept. The Marlins cannot sweep the Guardians, but they do win this series. With the loss today, the Marlins fall back to 12-10 and 10 this season. And with the victory for the Guardians, they are back at 500 at 11-11. and 11. They started the day one game behind the Minnesota Twins in the American League Central. We will take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a couple of minutes. So as we break this one down today for you, for the Marlins, four runs, eight hits, one error, five left on base. Uh, the standout performances offensively for the Marlins, Jorge Soler was 3-for-3. Three three. He started this day hitting two thirty-five. After his 3-for-3 three three performance, that average shoots up 33 batting points. He finishes his day 3-for-3 three three at the plate. Jorge Soler is now batting two sixty-eight on the season for the Marlins. Brian De La Cruz had a nine-game hitting streak coming into this Ball game this afternoon. He does not get a hit. He was 0 for 3. He did draw a big walk in the eighth inning that uh, ultimately led to a three-run homer. But Brian De La Cruz has his nine-game hitting streak snapped here this afternoon. And I mentioned that late three-run homer. It was nice to see Avi Garcia get himself a big hit. The Marlins really want to get this guy going. He uh, hit his second home run of the season. And he collected three RBIs, one big swing of the bat in the eighth inning that uh, pulled this ball game a little bit closer. Highlights coming up in just a couple of minutes, uh, but it wasn't enough for the Marlins this afternoon. I would not say it's concerning, but for the second consecutive start, Jesus Lazardo struggled 
Earlier in the week against the San Francisco Giants, he labored. He needed 100 pitches to get through four and a third and a no decision against San Francisco. Well, today he throws 96 pitches. He also tosses four and a third innings of baseball, cannot get himself through the fifth inning. Lizardo uh, allowed four runs, eight hits, a walk, and six strikeouts. Matt Barnes came in in an inning and two-thirds, did a really nice job. Uh, George Soriano, who had been really good, came into this ball game. Skip Schumacher just asking for a little bit of length, uh, just multiple innings of work from his bullpen today. Uh, Soriano couldn't really hang on. He had come into this uh, appearance through two innings, uh, Appearances for the Marlins prior to this one today, five innings, and he's been great. Uh, but George Soriano allowed three runs, two earned, five hits, and two innings of work in the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, find a way to beat the Marlins 7-4 to four in front of 12,664 on a breezy 46-degree Sunday afternoon here at Progressive Field. Uh, so let's take a look at the highlights and take a listen to the highlights from this Guardian 7-4 win over the Marlins this afternoon. Uh, you got to go back to the third inning, but the Marlins did have a one nothing lead in this ball game thanks to John Birdie, who came to the plate with nobody on and two out in the third. Here's a ball hit high in the air, deep to right center field, going back, running out of room is straw, and it's gone. John Birdie with a big fly with two outs and nobody on here in the third. For Birdie, it's his second home run of the season, and the Marlins jump out to a one nothing lead. Well, now, unfortunately for the Marlins, the Guardians would bounce right back with nobody on and two out in the bottom of the third inning. Ahmed Rosario hit an opposite field triple off the wall in right field, so he was at third with two outs for Jose Ramirez. Here's the 1-2 pitch, swinging the ball, hit in the air pretty deep. Left center field, going back is Jazz, running out of room, looking up, and it's gone. Jose Ramirez has gone deep for the third time this season. His two-run home run here at the bottom of the third inning has put the Guardians in front. It's 2-1. to one. And after the two-run bomb by Jose Ramirez, Josh Bell said, I think I'll get into the act as well. 2-2 pitch, swung on hit high in the air, deep left field, going back. De La Cruz looking up, and it's gone. Back-to-back -back home runs for the Guardians. They lead 3-1 here in the third. And neither side would get a run in the fourth. Josh Bell came back to the plate in the fifth, and it was the last man that Jesus Lazardo would face today. The 0-2 pitch is hit past Segura down the third baseline, the fair ball. Into the corner. Josh Bell's going to have an RBI double, and the Guardians have themselves a 4-1 lead. And that was the last man that uh, Jesus Lazardo would face today. Matt Barnes came on, did a really good job through an inning and two-thirds. We would head to the bottom of the seventh inning. This was still a 4-1 to one contest, but the Guardians would get a few more, and they started with Ramirez at the plate looking for a little insurance. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Ramirez swinging a drive in the air center field. This is going to bring home Quan from third. Jazz makes the catch. He'll lob it back into second. Scoring from third is Quan, and the Guardians lead 5-1. to one. After Ramirez, Bell singled, and then Will Brennan pinch hit for Oscar Gonzalez. Brennan hit a bounding ball to first with the infield played in, uh, with the infield in playing in. Garrett Cooper threw the ball to the plate because breaking towards home on the play was Ahmed Rosario. Rosario that, saw that the ball was coming in towards the plate, and then he started to backtrack to third. Once Fortes had the ball in his glove, 
He rifled the ball down towards third, but it hit Rosario. The ball trickled into left field. Rosario picked himself up on the bag at third. He scored. At that point, it was a 6-1 to one lead. But the Marlins did not go quietly. They got three in the top of the eighth thanks to one big swing of the bat from Avi Garcia. His average is down to 148. He swings and hits a ball high in the air, deep left center field. Going back is Quan. Going back is Straw. They're looking up, and this ball is gone. Avi Garcia with a three-run bomb here in the top of the eighth inning. Back come the Marlins. A three-run homer. Now it's 6-4. to four. Now The Marlins creeped ever so closer there in the eighth. Unfortunately, the Guardians would get one more in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, in the top of the ninth inning, Emmanuel Classe came on the all-star closer for the Cleveland Guardians. Segura bounced out 1-6-3. He hit a ball on a line off of Classe for out number one. Fortes bounced right back to Classe for out number two. And the last hope this afternoon for the Marlins was Garrett Hampson. Nobody on two out. Here's the 1-2 pitch. That swung on and hit the third. Backing up Ramirez. He's got it. Throw to first. The ball game is over. The Cleveland Guardians have beat the Miami Marlins by a final score of 7-4 on this Sunday afternoon in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. They find a way to salvage a game in this series after the Marlins swept the doubleheader against them yesterday. So the Cleveland Guardians win it 7-4 for the Marlins. Four runs, eight hits, an error, five left on base. For the Guardians, seven runs, 13 hits, no errors, five men left on base. Marlins were one for six with runners in scoring position. The Guardians weren't much better. They were two for 12. But at the end of the day, the uh, Guardians got a few more timely hits than the Marlins. Marlins have been terrific in that department as of late, but uh, you can't win them all. Again, it's hard to sweep teams. The Marlins have three have had three straight chances to sweep a series. They have been unsuccessful in doing so. But the good news is that they continue to win series, and that is the best news. The Marlins can, can, can continue to win series. You do that for a, a long stretch uh, and a really long period of time, you're going to be in a really good spot when it's all said and done. For the Marlins pitching staff today, eight strikeouts. That means that $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, thank you very much, Kyle. Let's head down and listen to Skip Schumacher following the 7-4 loss to the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Logan Allen, a heck of a debut. What was he doing over there that kept you guys off balance? Yeah, his split was really good. Um, threw the fastball at the top of the zone, threw strikes, came out throwing strikes, worked quick. Um, you know, really impressive debut for the, for the, uh, for the young guy. I noticed you guys were taking a lot of timeouts there early. Was that kind of part of the game plan of, for how quick that he was working, just trying to throw him off a bit? I don't think it was a part of the initial game plan, but uh, you know, the second, third, fourth inning when we, we started watching how quick he worked, uh, we wanted to kind of disrupt him a little bit. Uh, didn't work. Credit to him. Um, with his composure out there, didn't matter what we did, and try to mess him up a little bit. You know, he kept throwing strikes, and um, you know, really good debut for him. On the flip side, Luzardo, what adjustments did you see the Cleveland hitters make the second time through against him? I think he just struggled with um, gener generating any weak contact and um, just deep counts. You know, the last couple times just deep counts and couldn't really put anybody away. I think he still had six strikeouts, but. A lot of two-two counts, three-two counts, um, just kind of added up. And you know, when that happens, you know, he, he gets he's going to go four or five innings. Um, when Zeus gets weak contact and his stuff plays in the zone, or, um, you know, then he'll go six, seven innings. Just you know, he knows 
Um, nothing new. It's just uh, we got to throw more strikes and, and let the ball uh, get put in play earlier so we can uh, get deeper in games. And all that damage in the third call coming with two outs starting with the Rosario ball to right. Look like what did you see from Solaire there? Trying to track that ball and then seeing what happened with the inning is that spiraled afterward. I saw Solaire go after a ball, hit off the wall, and he got it and threw it in. I mean, he went after it, uh, went after it the right way, um, just didn't make the catch. Um, yeah, and it just kind of spiraled after that. But yeah, it's the again just kind of deeper counts, um, uh, and then Ramirez with the you know the big hit right there. But yeah, I I, I don't think Solaire. Uh, I think he had a good jump in the hold, you know. But I just it just didn't make the play. But again, ball against the wall. It wasn't like it was a routine play to me. And what did you see from Soriano in his two innings out there? Soriano threw strikes, um, you know, just a couple of, you know, maybe one air uh, with the, you know, the Fortez and kind of threw it in, in the way of uh, Segura's uh, line of sight. But um, I thought he threw the ball well. Um, you know, I, again, threw strikes, uh, didn't walk anybody, um, kind of kept us in the game there for, for a minute. But, you know, if we put up a couple zeros with the big hit against um, Karencek, is that how you say his name? Karen check, Karen check. Karen check. Um, you know, with obviously, you know, big hit there. If you know, if we kind of kept uh, the the game a little bit closer, you know, that's when uh, that's when we're um, at, at our best. But um, I thought, you know, I thought he did okay. Yeah, and Avi was going to be my next question. Just the home run barreled a bunch of balls yesterday. What do you hope these past couple of days do for him as he tries to get going? Well, he made a, uh, an adjustment with the with the hitting crew and. Got a little bit wider, more in his legs, feels a little more grounded and stronger. And um, thought the other day was, or the first game was really good. Hit the ball hard four times, I feel like. Um, today punched out a couple times, but a big home run. I, again, I just, I think he's building off of the other day and his early work the other day was really good and just still building, still early. We're 20 something games in. Um, so I feel like he's he's on the right track. All right, that was manager Skip Schumacher. We are right back at it. 721st pitch in Atlanta. Cabrera Strider, very interesting matchup right there. 650 Marlins on deck with me, Stephen Trump. Let's flip the M together, Miami. Thanks for rewinding with us. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.